satellite. Transmitting. Broadcasting live. Broadcasting live. Across Australia and around the world. Home to the world's biggest stars. Stars. Hey, it's Joel Corey, and right now I'm on air with Brandon Atkins. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Justin Bieber. Hey, guys, it's Tate McRae here. Hey, what's going on? We're Loud Luxury. And we're on air with Brandon Atkins. My name is Ray, and I am on air with Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. And the hottest hits at night. Brandon Atkins Show. When I put on a show. Emergency alert. Please stand by. Right about now, we're ready to count it down. <laughs> 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. Live on air. On air. Hello everyone, happy Sunday night, welcome to another week of the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Um, You have to excuse me a little bit, I was at a wedding uh, last night, yes, another one. No, thankfully I did not MC this one and nothing like went disastrously wrong, so all smooth sailing, but you know what it's like, you know, the day after a wedding, you know, sort of headaches sore throat so forgive me tonight this could be we could be in for a wild ride tonight ladies and gentlemen um so strap yourself in but hey big show coming your way tonight um lauren spencer smith she's got that song fingers crossed that everyone around the world is loving it just sort of sort of just came out of nowhere like just yeah just sort of blew our minds um so she's joining me in like what 15 minutes zooming in um i cannot wait and i'm going to introduce to you a aussie singer by the name of charlie who you may already know she was representing us for eurovision at a contest a couple of weeks ago just pipped out by sheldon riley but she is destined for great things in 2022 so cannot wait to catch up with her but as we always do let's kick things off with the feed next and the greens have dropped a big pop policy that if they end up getting like the balance of power at the election this year, they're going to implement this and you're not going to lie, I am actually living for it. I'll fill you in on all the deets next. Let's kick things off with this from Gorgon City and Jem Cook. I absolutely love this song. Released mid last year during lockdown and it's a huge vibe. It's Dreams at the On Air with Brian Atkins show on UFM. Such a tune from Megan Thee Stallion and Dua Lipa. It's Sweetest Pie on the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Doing it for a Sunday night round Australia. On Air with Brandon Atkins. The Feed. Let's go. All right, time to see what's popping up on your socials this weekend. And three quarters of Aussies and capital cities are open to moving to a smaller city if the circumstances were right, a new support suggests. Um, it also says that one in three people also viewed mid-sized cities of between 5,000 and 100,000 people as excellent places to retire. This is by the Australian Housing and Urban Research Institution. Now, mid-sized cities were thought to offer a much better quality of life while larger cities, so like the capitals, uh, provide a better job and education opportunities and urban amenities. Now, jobs were the single most common reason for moving to large cities, followed by education, while access to healthcare is important for older adults. So there you go. I mean... I don't know, I would be content on living in, like, Sydney for the rest of my life. I'm quite the city person, just quietly. Um, All right, also trending this weekend, uh, the Greens have dropped a policy that vows to wipe all student loan debt 
if they win the balance of power at the federal election this year. So anyone with a debt from studying, both current students or otherwise, will have their loan balance cleared under the program. Um, apparently education spokespersons have said this will, this will help future generations immensely, saying student debt should not be added burden on people who are already struggling, especially after the impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, university fees were previously abolished back in 74 by the Whitlam Labor government in a hope that all Australians would have access to tertiary study on the basis of merit rather than wealth. This move was, was of course, acted in the mid-80s, with both major parties deciding to... The concept of free tertiary education in Australia was untenable due to the increasing participation rate. Now, in the 2020-21 year, financial year, the average student debt in Australia was 23,685. The total value of help debt in 2020 was 66.6 billion dollars. This is a lot of money we're dealing with here. So, yeah, that'd be interesting if, you know, the Greens managed to get the balance of power and like everyone's debt is just wiped clean. I mean, I've got quite a large hex debt that is astronomically high and the thought of that like the thought of me paying that back is 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 worrying it's stressful because i think in australia um and my producer maybe be a help me out but is it like fifty five thousand dollars once your salary hits five fifty five thousand that they start deducting yeah yeah okay see like for me like i haven't reached that much i don't earn that much a year so who knows what i'm going to be paying like all this off this is absolutely crazy um no point fretting over it. We'll cross that bridge whenever we get to it. Um, the number one story tonight, um, in case you haven't already heard, like Bunnings birthday parties are definitely a thing. From the green and red balloons and decked out Bunnings decor to dishing up sausage sizzle, fans of the store have gone all out to get Bunnings themed birthday parties. This kicked off like maybe three, four years ago. Uh, jumping on board the popular party trend, mums have been throwing these memorable Bunnings bashes for little ones. Like we're talking about like toddlers who don't even have a concept of what a hammer is, what what I'll mulch is in and what light bulb they need. But Bunnings have now launched their kids' party packs complete with themed bunting, napkins, plates and everything. It's 135 party pieces for 10 guests and you can get them for like 29 bucks. Absolutely huge. So I recommend you go out and get that now. Um, that is what's wrapping up in your feed this week. Stick around. We'll do some Hollywood goss in about 20 minutes. But Lauren Spencer-Smith, she's a big deal at the moment. She is zooming in next to chat about her song Fingers Crossed, which we're playing right now here at the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Happy Sunday. Introduced my Stars. Home to the world's biggest stars. Yeah. The biggest stars. Uh, her fresh track, Fingers Crossed, it is absolutely brilliant. By a chick named Lauren Spencer-Smith. Um, she's zooming into the show now. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I am good. You look you look great. I was just saying off air, it looks like I've just gotten out of bed. You look all nice and done <laughs> up in a nice house. Where are you at the moment? Are you at home? No, no. So I'm at a hotel in in like Hollywood. So oh, this is you. like I even I had troubles checking in, <laughs> and so then they upgraded my room. So I'm in like an even nicer room than what I paid for. So I was like, cause me trouble anytime if you're gonna upgrade me. I love I, that. I like that. Maybe I should take a leap out of your book because every time I go to a hotel and I need to check in, I do it all online. So I just sort of waltz and I'm like, yeah, I'm here for the room. They give it to me and, you know, I'm into this yeah. you know, you know, crappy room that I paid for. But maybe I should do it your way now, you know, purposely try and find some trouble so they can upgrade me to like yeah. a penthouse suite. I love that. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm taking a leap out of your book at the moment. Um, Hey, I have have to say, and I've just, I've been doing some reading here. I mean, 
Australia is really getting behind you at the moment, Lauren. This mm. track, fingers crossed, absolutely immaculate. And people are comparing you to like the next Olivia Rodrigo. Um, mm. That is quite the compliment. How does that sit with you? Yeah, I mean, I'm honored. Like, I love her and I love the music. Um, and like, I literally like sobbed on her whole album. So oh, didn't I'm we like, all? just be honored. People are, yeah, didn't we all? <laughs> so I'm just honored that people say stuff like that. It is, it is quite, because obviously Olivia had like a phenomenal 2021, like obviously driver's license and then her album. And I just, I don't know why I've just got this hunch that this could be your year, Lauren, that you kind of sort of follow in these footsteps. My fingers are crossed for you. Yeah. It's yeah. just. I know. And, that's I've been manifesting that. <laughs> yeah. Literally fingers crossed. Um, and this track yeah. is, yeah, as I said, brilliant. Um, I mean, talk to me. Let's, let's get to know you a little bit because you sort of, yeah. sort of just sort of came out of nowhere, which, you know, is brilliant. Like you just, you all sort of surprised us. So what is yeah. like the Lauren Spencer Smith story? How did you stumble into music? Yeah, um, well, I did not grow up in like a musical household. None of my family listens to music, does music. <laughs> it's so odd. It's like I was genuinely born with just a passion for music. I grew up on Vancouver Island in Canada. Um, so it's not like a huge town. Um, yeah. I don't really know that many people that do music either. Um, but just from a really young age, I was constantly singing songs in the car, on the radio, when I was like three. In elementary school, me and my friends would line up on the front steps and pretend to all be members of One Direction. Like I would prance around school being like, I'm gonna be a singer. And everyone was like, this girl's crazy. And I was like, I'm going to be a singer. All through middle school, I would do the exact same thing, high school, and like no one really takes you seriously. Mm. Um, but when I was 11, I entered a competition to sing with Keith Urban. Um, and I didn't well, win, but long story Keith. short, yeah, I know, I love him too. Um, long story short, I lost, but I ended up singing with him anyway at like a local uh, huge country music festival where I mm. live. And that was like the start of, oh my goodness, I want to do this the rest of my life by saying in front of thousands of people. With, I and that. I had Keith telling me to like, I think you could really do this. Like, don't have a plan B, just work really hard at what you want. And like, that was like, okay, Keith Urban just told me I could do it. Like. I remember being in high school and teachers would be like, this is so unrealistic. Like, why are you doing this? I'd be like, well, Keith Urban said I could. Like, <laughs> it was like, Keith told me I could do it, so I could do it. Um, and then when I was a little bit older, 15 or 16, I auditioned for American Idol and it went on American Idol. Right before that, I kind of had a video that blew up on the internet um, on Facebook and it got like yeah. 40 million views or something. Jeez, and so wow. I started kind of going to LA to just meet people and do talk shows and stuff like that. And then yeah. when COVID hit was right when I finished American Idol and TikTok and everything just became absolutely TikTok huge. And I kind of yeah. jumped on that. Yeah. And I became bored at home and did nothing but cook, work out and live stream and go on TikTok every day. Wow. Um, so I just posted on TikTok every day and then my cover started to blow up. Then I started thinking, okay, if I just write originals and tease them on the internet, maybe yeah. those will blow up too. And that ended up working in my favor, and that happened with fingers crossed. And look where we are now! What a what an absolute roller yeah. coaster! And like, I go back yeah. a little bit. Like, you're saying, like in elementary school, which here is kindergarten. Mm. You know, you're walking around parading around like you're a singer. I was parading around pretending to be the Big Brother host because I wanted to be hosted of Big Brother. Like, that's just, yeah. that was that was my <laughs> mentality when I was five or six. That hasn't worked yeah. out. Um, but it's nice to see things have worked out for you. And like to have to have the backing of someone like Keith Urban. I mean, you know, Keith is mm -hmm. like 
the nicest guy and i feel like he is the type of person that he's 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 a straight shooter like he doesn't there's no bs with him you know he says it and he believes in you and to have that is absolutely Mm -hmm. surreal yeah like i always grew up with extremely supportive parents like Mm -hmm. You know, if I got kicked out of class because I got in an argument with my teacher because she said I wasn't going to be a singer, they'd email my mom and say, well, Lauren got in a fight with her teacher today. And my mom would email back and say, well, you know, the teacher shouldn't have told you she wasn't going to do something because yeah. when you tell Lauren she's not going to do something, she's going to go do it and she's going to get upset. Like, mm-hmm. it's your job as a teacher to be supportive. Like, I'd come home being like, my teacher said I wasn't going to do anything. My mom would be like, yes, you are. Believe in yourself. Like, Absolutely. put the work in and you're going to do it. Like, my parents were so supportive. And so then to have Keith Urban be like that as well, it definitely, definitely gave me a boost of confidence because you're, when you grow up in a small town, not many people do believe in you and you're constantly like believing in yourself and your parents believing in you, but then to have someone already in history do that, I definitely next level. confident. It's, it's next level. Yeah. And, and where are those teachers now? They're, they're awfully quiet now, aren't they? Awfully yeah. quiet. Awfully yeah. quiet. Yeah. Where the hell yeah. are they? <laughs> wow. Um, now talk to yeah. me. What is, what is Fingers Crossed about? Because when I first heard it on the radio, I was like, wow, this is, you know, this is sort of like this really raw and vulnerable song. Like I was able to sort of instantly connect with it. So um, talk to me. What's yeah. this about? I mean, it's, all, it's about what everyone probably assumes it's about um, somebody that was in my life and now is not for good reason. Um, but really, I was just like, I did not date this person, but I was best friends with them. And it was like a mixed signals vibe. One day they wanted me, one day they didn't. Oh, we've I all been there. Oh, you're talking but, to me. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, trying to make somebody the version of something they're not. Mm-hmm, like, big mm-hmm. fixer I mm-hmm. am. And did not work in my favor. Um, went through a little bit of, of like a heartbreak about it. Um, but I actually wrote the song after I met my current boyfriend. Um, because he started to treat me like just a queen. He's exactly. an angel. Exactly. Which is, which <laughs> is what you deserve. the best human on the whole planet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and he started to treat me really well and just made me reflect on past relationships and people. Mm. And be like, wow, okay. I was treated like absolute garbage. I didn't even realize. Um, and I went into the studio kind of mad and was like, I, this is so embarrassing. Why did I let myself get treated like this? Like, I'm, we're about to come for this person. Like, I'm not sorry anymore. I don't feel bad. Like, my boyfriend has reassured me I'm a good person. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I went in there, yeah, with like, okay, what happened? And what did this person do to me? What did I miss mm. the red flags on? Um, and we kind of just wrote like a teenage angsty you know, breakup song. <laughs> you know, you know, if this song had come out, say, eight years ago when I was in the final year of school, this would have been absolutely immaculate because it just, yeah. it, 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 no, it honestly reminded me, you know, I was trying to sort of win over someone. Um, she yeah. wasn't interested, but to the point where I invited her as my date to the formal that year. But I invited oh, her like, as my date, like we're talking like eight months in advance. So it was like, I was. Oh, wow. I thought. I thought. I'm in this for the long haul. I'm in this for the long haul. Did it yeah. work out? No, it didn't work out. She still yeah. came to the formal, but it didn't work out. So I yeah. really like connected with this so easily, and you know, yeah. the world. The world is just absolutely loving it. Like, can you believe this response? Like, it's just crazy. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I've always had people that liked my music, like friends and family, were like, "Oh, you're you're a great singer. Yeah, I love this song." But to have like people on the insane level of like, this changed my life. Mm. This got me through my breakup. I'm like, this is the whole reason I write music. Like, that's just so, so insane. So many people connect with it. But I also feel like, especially with Fingers Crossed, 
everybody has someone in their life, whether it's like a friend, an ex, a parent, like whoever it is that told them that they loved them and whatever happened, you come to realize that their actions spoke louder than more than they didn't. Absolutely. So I think a lot of people completely just relate to that and the whole sentence of fingers crossed. Um, but it's so crazy. I just can't, I don't comprehend any of it. This, Ever. <laughs> this is this is the song we need for 2022 and you've come out yeah. guns blazing. Um what's your what's your plan now for the rest of the year? Are you working on other music, got an album in the works? We we need more lines yeah. and Spencer Smith in our life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are getting more of it. Um, oh, I have a I'm song glad. right now, pre-save is available. It's called Flowers. Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, it's probably one of my favorite songs on my album. I'm like, I've never been so excited about a song. And then I'm finishing my album like this week. Um, so the album is this year too. Oh, brilliant. And um, you're getting a whole, you're getting like just Lauren Spencer Smith. So all of it. Good. I asked for it and it's being delivered. Yeah. So that's, all, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. So at least you'll live it up to your yeah. word. Are you, is there any whispers of any like collaborations you know, in the mix? Is mm. there anyone that you wanted to collaborate with? So what can we expect there? Yeah. Um, I would love to collaborate with Julia Michaels. Oh, God, what um, a queen. Uh, I know, I love her. But a lot of the people that, um, if I have a duet, um, a lot of the people I want on it are kind of the people that I've been writing with for the last year that are yeah. also were, I'm obviously signed now, but mm. that are unsigned and don't have publishing deals and don't have anything. Like mm. I, when I was in the position they were in, I didn't get anywhere from other people helping me. So I would love to continue some of the duets I've written that might be going on the album. I'd love to continue to keep their voice on it and help oh, give them that's nice. the shot. Yeah, but who knows? We might we might have someone bigger on it, but I definitely, I think there's going to be at least one song that's a duet, and I think it's one of my friends. You're, be being, you're being coy with me, Lauren, and I don't like that because I, 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 like, <laughs> I like answers. I'm the type of person that... You know, I just, I need, I need to know things to the point where, mm. you know, I'll see like two people arguing in Westfield just over there and I will zone in on yeah. that conversation <laughs> and I'd have to propel myself into that conversation. It's got nothing to yeah. do with me. I just want to know what's going on. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I, and I don't think, and you've tried me that type of person that's not like that. Yeah. I definitely like, I'm that person that everybody calls and tells me things because I don't tell other people because I just genuinely don't care about anybody's business. Like. You could call me like this person cheated on this person. I'm like, and like, yeah. I am so like, I am busy from 6.30 in the morning till 10 p.m. at night. I don't have time to know if Joe cheated on Marissa. Like, that's yeah, Jesus, Joe, like, piss off. We don't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, Unless I'm... it's helping me with my writing. Yeah, it was, yeah, if it's giving you inspiration for music, yeah, sure, keep keep the stories I'm all coming. Over it. But if it's not inspirational, yeah. piss off. I don't care. No, exactly. I just I'm just that type of person. I just need to know things. And like the world is absolutely obsessed with you, Lauren Spencer Smith. The new or her fresh song, Fingers Crossed, out now. Pre-save her uh, upcoming song, Flowers, which you know, if you're saying it's your favorite song, it's guaranteed be guaranteed to be like the world's favorite song. So I cannot yeah. wait. Um, it, it was such a pleasure to meet you. And um, when you're out yeah. in Australia next, give us a holler, right? Yeah, thank you so much. And you know what else I love too is the fact that you're 18 years old and you have conquered more in your life than I did when I was 18 <laughs> and still have conquered more. And I'm 26 this year. So that speaks yeah. volumes. So. <laughs> Um, big congrats to you because you're just absolutely killing it at the moment. Thank you. On air with
Brandon Atkins continues next. The best in pop, dance, and R&B is on air with Brandon Atkins, Justin Bieber. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rihanna. This is Calvin Harris. Kim Kardashian West. Get all the top trending celeb guys. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. The E3. Hey, don't forget, you can take us anywhere, anytime on the free iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Just search on air with Brandon Atkins. Um, let's do some E3 news. Um, see what the celebs are up to this weekend. Now, Zoe Kravitz, John Travolta, and Lady Gaga are amongst the A-list stars slated to present at the upcoming Oscars. Now, this was announced by the Academy back on March 3rd. Now, in addition to the Batman actress, the Grace alumni, and the House of Gucci star, more presenters have been added to the lineup, including Jacob Aroldi, Jake Gyllenhaal, Josh Brolin, Jason Momoa, uh, Rachel Zegler, and even famous tennis stars Serena and Venus Williams. Yeah, crazy. Now, uh, the show's producers have added even more star power to this lineup. Halle uh, Bailey, sorry, Hale Bailey. God, I get those names confused all the time. I don't know why. Uh, Sean Diddy Coombs, Jamie Lee Curtis, Woody Harrelson, Samuel L. Jackson. Now, this, now, we're, now we're talking big names here. Uh, Sean Mendes, Tyler Perry, and Tracy Ellis Roses. They've all been tapped to hand out some awards on the big night. I can't wait for the Oscars. I think we're only, what, a couple of days, a couple of weeks away? Uh, crazy. I can't wait. Um, all right. Harry Styles has announced his third solo album. Album, Harry's House. Now, this is following on from his self-titled debut in 2017 and 2019's Fine Line, which was such an amazing album. I'm obsessed with Watermelon Sugar and Adore You Still. Wow. Um, the new 13-track record will arrive globally May 20th. So marketing your diaries, kids. Um, Styles confirmed the news uh, earlier this week. After teasing the project with a series of cryptic posts, various, uh, you know, c- uh, conundrums across uh, social media platforms that the singer um, ha- is on, including an Instagram account called You Are Home. Now, Styles confirmed the news this week after teasing the project. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's going to be great. Can't wait. So, May 20th, new Harry Styles music coming to you right here on the On Air with Brian Atkins show. Uh, the number one story trending tonight, Tones and I has dropped a bombshell of a confession after her breakout hit Dance Monkey. So the Australian singer-songwriter has revealed that she actually sometimes despises the song that shot it to international stardom. The dance hit put her on the map back in 2019 and despite it winning her a slew of ARIA awards including Best Pop Release uh, and going platinum like 16 times over, she said she loathes the track saying, I wrote that song on my own, trying not to do a single thing and it happened. Uh, I loathe the song all the time. A lot of the times I don't want to sing it. I'm not going to write another song like it. I just want to tell people how I'm feeling and wow, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, Dance Monkey, not going to lie, I like Toads and I, but song's a little repetitive, don't you think? Yeah, just just a little bit, just a little bit. Hey, uh, more E3 news coming your way later tonight. Aussie pop star Charlie zooming in soon, but I got some bombshell news to share with you next that uh, if you're a, a beer lover, you're going to want to know about this. Uh, we'll do that in a tick. Let's do this from Five Sauce. It's called Complete Mess on your home for the best in pop, dance and R&B. This is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show on UFM. On Air Live around Australia this Sunday, you're locked to the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Fresh one from Mabel, Jax Jones and Galantis. 
131009 is our hotline, or feel free to get in touch over Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio. Give me a follow, shoot a DM. Um, let's chat. Let's let's get to know one another. Let's get acquainted, some would say. Um, all right, so we always go to the pub. As Australians, it's part of our culture to, you know, take a trip to the pub, you know, have a beer, have a schnitty, and have a great time. Put 20 bucks on the pokies. It's great. Um, now, if you've ever felt like your drink was under poured at the pub, you're in for a treat as venues could now face a $220,000 fine if caught pouring their pints incorrectly. Now, this is a real thing. Undercover staff from the Australian Government Department named the National Measurement Institution, NMI for short, will disguise themselves in plain clothes to monitor if venues are pouring the right amount. The stealth measurement inspectors, who are being dubbed the Pint Police, started their audit this week. So, Minister for Science and Technology, Melissa Price, said the program is designed to ensure that customers are served what they're paid for instead of being ripped off by venues, saying it's important that consumers are getting what they have paid for, essentially. Now, this is a big deal because the last alcohol measurement measuring blitz conducted by NMI was back in 2019, and it found that 30% of licensed businesses were mismeasuring their drinks. Now, I, I I'm not one to discredit people where you know on radio, but I'm pretty sure money could be spent elsewhere from the government than making sure our pints are poured incorrectly. I don't know. What do you think? Let me know at Brandon Atkins Radio on Insta. Or give us a call. I mean. Yeah, I just feel like we can be putting money into, like, roads, transports, hospitals, you know, uh, increasing wages for nurses and other, you know, worthwhile uh, people that work. Not, you know, finding people for, you know, oh, that, that beer's got too much of a head. There's so much froth on it. Where's the flavour? Where's the texture? I mean, this is crazy, but I guess to keep, a, keep an ear out, there could be, like, those Opal um, transit officers that can, you know, you know, check your ticket all the time. I don't know. Well... Um, yeah, the NMI, the National Measurement Institute. I would love to get a job there. That sounds absolutely crazy. But um, to add to that, the Licensed Premises Program is one of the NMI's uh, uh, national compliance plan for 21-22, focusing specifically on 320 bars, clubs, hotels and breweries. So, um, yeah, hopefully you don't get shortchanged, but... They could be coming to a pub near you. Watch this space, all right? Um, hey, last week we did an Am I Wrong on Maclay College in Sydney where they abruptly cancelled the journalism course with two weeks to go. Um, we have got an update on that, and I will share that update with you next. Also, Australian pop star Charlie, zooming in in the next half hour. Lock it in. I just want to go back. night, Taylor Swift, message in a bottle. There's only one. <laughs> on air with Brandon Atkins. Music is all I need. Hey, thanks for hanging out tonight. Hope you're having a great end to your weekend. Now, you might remember last week we were chatting about a college in Sydney, in fact, Maclay College to be certain, um, that they had cancelled their journalism course um, with, like, very little notice. I think staff got an email at 4.30 on a Friday afternoon. The students were told at the close of business that pretty much... Next week, they had to find alternating arrangement, alternative arrangement, sorry, for jobs and study, which didn't go down too well with a lot of people, a lot of backlash on social media in the last few weeks about how the college has sort of gone about it. You might remember as well, we did an Am I Wrong right here on the show. You phoned through with some feedback. Some feedback that came in after the show last week. This is from Diane. Thanks so much for listening, Diane. Uh, it's unfair to cancel the course after three weeks. It's hard enough for students to get through their schooling without causing more stress and forcing them to make other arrangements. Huge thumbs up to Ben Fordham who offered work experience to them. Yeah, because um, Ben Fordham from 2GB said, hey, I'll take you in. If they don't want you, 
Come in. Well, we've got plenty of room. And yeah, kudos to Ben for doing that. Now, there's been a development in the last week since we chatted about this. Um, new communication from Maclay College to students has announced that the journalism degree was never cancelled despite students receiving this email from the college saying that there was no that the degree wasn't running anymore. Um, in an FAQ document sent out to students this week, the college answered no to a question asking whether the journalism course was cancelled. Due to low numbers and the concern from students about their study experience, the commencement date of the course for new students was originally deferred. For existing students, studies are continuing as normal. Now, the new communication to students, uh, which has been seen by um, Pop Magazine, website junkie came with the announcement from uh, the college of a partnership with western sydney university to facilitate transfers for students who no longer wish to remain at mcclay and look just quietly why would you uh, the census cutoff date for those students now studying at mcclay has been extended to april 1 allowing students to withdraw without penalty now you know for students originally enrolled, it was scrapped last fortnight, as we've just mentioned, but has confirmed that classes will resume for first-year students on Thursday, just gone. Um, but, yeah, this, I mean, look, as I said last week, as someone that was studied at this college, I am alumni for Clay College, and I personally had a great experience with them. Have I got a job with my degree that I got? No, I haven't, but I'm not complaining because I'm doing a job that I love at the moment. But... I think the way that the college have handled this is absolutely disgusting and it wouldn't surprise me if this put off further students, you know, wishing to do a journalism degree from studying at this college. And it's sad because there aren't many people or many institutions in New South Wales in particular that don't offer a direct journalism course. Sure, you've got Bachelor of Communications, like at University of Newcastle, for instance. But, you know, if you want to do a Bachelor of Journalism, Focusing solely on journalism, you literally would have to go to Charles Sturt University in Bathurst, or I think there's a college on the south coast that do it somewhere. There's like two institutions that do it, and this is the only one in Sydney. From I know, especially during my time, it might have changed. I don't know, but this is one of the only ones in Sydney metropolitan area that do this for people that live, you know, within an hour or two that want to commute to the city. So it is quite sad how this has all happened, but yeah, at least there's some sort of uh, uh, resolving to this whole thing and I am happy to see that um, if you have any views on this again share please do 131009 hit me up on the gram at Brandon Atkins Radio on air with Brandon Atkins continues next fresh music to the on air with Brandon Atkins show purple disco machine into the dark on air on air you're on air here we go and on iHeartRadio you ready to start the show uh, on air with Brandon Atkins. Raise your hands up, Alright, really want your help with this one on 131009 or on Instagram at Brandon Atkins Radio. Feel free to follow me, send me a DM. Would love to hear from you. Let's get connected. Let's get to know each other. Um, Victoria Beckham has recently dropped a bombshell in recent weeks, saying that for the last 25 or 35 years, it's one of the two, in, in either way, crazy long time, that she has eaten the same meal for dinner every night. We're talking fish, stinked veg, every single night. And, I mean, me personally, I cannot fathom having the same meal every night. I mean, I have spag bowl every Tuesday and I have KFC every Friday. Like, that's worked into my routine. Every other day, I'm flexible with what I have for lunch and dinner. But for 25, 35 years, having the same meal, that's next level, isn't it? Wow. Okay. So husband David Beckham shared this on the River Table... River... So husband David Beckham shared this on the River Cafe Table 4 podcast. 
that he's rarely seen his wife eat anything else in that time. The only time she's ever probably shared something that's been on my plate was actually when she was pregnant with Harper. And it was the most amazing thing. It was one of my favourite evenings. I can't remember what it was, but I know she's not eaten it since. So it's got me wondering, food monogamy, what do you eat so, you know, regularly? What do you eat every night for dinner? My girlfriend's brother um, recently like would only eat McDonald's for dinner. And I'm not, I'm not even joking. Nuggets, chips, the works. Would eat it every night. But has only recently added sausages into his repertoire and is obsessed with them now. He wouldn't eat them for years. But now he eats those. So he alternates every night between Maccas and sausages. It's crazy. Next level crazy. Um, so we're putting the call out. Food monogamy. Dobbing yourself. Dobbing someone you know. 131009. Or hit me up on Instagram. Would love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, let's do some more music. This from Tovalo. It's off the Euphoria Season 2 soundtrack. I'm obsessed with this. It's called How Long? And it's on air now. Right here. Try to play it cool. Lizzo and Cardi B teaming up this Sunday night for Rumours on the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Huge vibe, that song. Absolutely obsessed. Uh, we're your home for the best in pop, dance and R&B. And we're talking food monogamy tonight. This is off the back of Victoria Beckham dropping a bit of a bombshell that she's only eaten fish and veggies for dinner every night for the last 35 years. Yeah, this is crazy. I cannot comprehend eating the same meal um, for that long. I just... No, I mean, and fish too. Like, if it's salmon, yeah, it's all right. Barramundi, yeah. But like, I don't know. Trout? Do people eat trout? I don't know. You can clearly tell I eat seafood. I, yeah, I'm that type of person that runs for the seafood table at Christmas time. Yeah. Um, uh, let us know what you eat. Or if you know someone that's a food monogamous, 131009. Or hit us up on the gram at Brian at Atkins Radio. George has joined us. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I am great for a Sunday night. Um, talk to me. We're talking food monogamy. Are you the food monogamist or someone else? My brother is. Okay. Talk to me. What's what's your brother doing? Mum always gave us peas with our dinner, which we hate so <laughs> much. So my brother has turned off veggies that now he only eats KFC every night for the last ten, last 10 years. Oh my god, really? Wow, okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm a big lover of KFC too. I would eat it every day for 10 years if I could, but I don't want to balloon up. Is your brother, I don't want to be rude here, but is your brother, like, fat? Or is he, like, is he, you know, really well built? Like, he's, he's he looks healthy. He looks healthy. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay, because my girlfriend's brother, um, like, only eats McDonald's. Like, would eat McDonald's every day if he could, and he eats it, like, four days a week. And he's, like, he looks pretty healthy too. You wouldn't think he does that. What's your brother's go-to order? What does he normally eat? Nuggets, chips, and potato and gravy. Oh, see, there's a bit of veggies and potato and gravy. And chips as well, so that's probably what's keeping him good physique. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Thanks, Georgia. All right, Rick's joined us from Tari. Hello, mate. Hey, young. So good. Are you the food monogamist? No, no, I have an ex-partner that um, caught a really bad stomach bug years back. Couldn't even drink a glass of water without literally bloating up, looking like they were pregnant. The thing they could eat was uh, white rice, white boiled rice and either a, a can of tuna or uh, like a fried egg or something. Right, and that wouldn't like bloat them up or anything? 
That was the only thing that they could stomach, and it was even then, it was like tiny, tiny amounts. Well, thanks so much for sharing, Rick. I really appreciate that. Um, people are still flooding through with feedback on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio. Or feel free to call us, 131009. The phone lines are still ringing off the hook, but checking the gram first. Stacey has said that her husband hates her cooking so much that he goes on to get Subway every night, has been doing this for the last seven years, will always get a foot-long meatball sub with lettuce, carrot, cucumber, spinach, t- tomato and onion. Wow. At least it's been healthy, Stacey. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm still down with Georgia. I'd love to with her brother. I'd love to get KFC every night. That's wow, crazy. As I said, keep your feedback coming through thirteen ten oh nine, or hit me up on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio. In the meantime, another round of the E three going down in the next twenty minutes. But next, Aussie pop star Charlie zooming in, and we'll also get her fresh song on air as well. I suck at being lonely. It is really raw. It's really powerful. Um, we're gonna play it next. Stick around. Coming back. Let's go on air. On air. On air. On air. With Brandon Atkins. All right, so 2021 was like a brilliant year for our next guest. She is like forward thinking in Australian pop. A really great addition, some would say, to the pop scene. She's got a brand new song out now, which is just absolutely brilliant. Her name's Charlie. Hello. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Good. Now, we'd all recognise you in some way, shape or form because recently you were competing against other artists to represent this fair land at the upcoming Eurovision. Unfortunately, you lost. I think you got robbed and <laughs> it's a total B- BS because, um, ah. you know, that's that's my opinion. My opinion doesn't really matter um, to anyone else. Um, but, I mean, how exciting, <laughs> oh, though, to be given the opportunity to have the chance to represent us at a, you know, a global music contest. That's just, that's very surreal. Oh, it was so cool. Like, honestly, Eurovision is such a, an amazing show yeah. and I, I didn't realize how um how comfortable it would make you feel until I was actually in it and you know the people that you work with they're just sick they're just mm. great people and um even though there was so much anxiety so many nerves <laughs> it was it was one it of the best be. you know things I could have done and yeah, I'm very, very stoked to have been a part of that. It's, it's honestly, it'd be like literally one of those once in a lifetime opportunities, and you really embrace that. And like, it's funny because you and I spoke this time last year when your previous track <laughs> Hard, "Hard for Me" came out, and I thought to myself, "She's going to go somewhere. She's got there's something's going to happen in the next year. Just something's oh. going to take off. I don't know what it is because you just have this really infectious uh, personality where I feel like." You just sort of, you know, you're down, you're down with it, you know, like, you know, you, you, a lot of people, but a lot of people come on this show and a lot of people, <laughs> and a lot of people go on other shows as well. And they show like a, a somewhat different personality, like a professional personality. And then obviously they've got their fun personality they use with their besties. Whereas for you, you're bringing that sort of personal attitude where you're like, yeah, whatever, let's just have a party. And like you, you, you're 110% yourself. Oh, I mean, I hope so. I feel like in that main interview that I did before the actual show, I was so in my own head. Like I was literally <laughs> like, like in that interview, I cried so many times just because all the lights were on me. And I was like, ah, oh, wait, what is what is this feeling like? It was so weird. But, Your um, outfit was stunning it, for that, by the way. Oh, thank you. Oh my God, yeah. we had it made from scratch. It was very, very cool. The designers would... Where is it? Incredible. Where it's Chef's Kiss, of course. Where is that outfit now? Is it hanging up in your wardrobe? Do you have to give it back? What's the deal with that? Literally, it's hanging up in my wardrobe. Do you reckon you'll wear it again? 
skirt. Maybe, maybe for like a Halloween. Halloween. Maybe that's a good idea. But I just want to like make it. I want to make a TikTok with like all of my friends trying it on. Honestly, do like, it. <laughs> and no doubt you'll have that, that one. Funny. And no doubt you'll have that one friend that insists on trying it on whilst having a Big Mac, and we'll just spill Big Mac special sauce all down the side of it. Never. And, oh yeah. my god! If that happens, I will kill them. <laughs> I, I would literally- too. <laughs> I would too. That's wow. <laughs> Hey, look, let's talk about your new single because it has been a bit of a, a little while since your, fo- um, your previous single, Hard For Me. Um, so yeah. let's talk your third single, I Suck At Being Lonely. Very, very raw and a very vulnerable track, um, which, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mood. Um, so talk to me. <laughs> Where did this song come from? So um, I wrote it like nearly three years ago with my friend Jim Alexander when I was oh, in geez. LA. Wow. And yeah, no, I've, there's there's a couple of songs. Um, <laughs> but at this point, I was like going through my fourth breakup with this person, and um, people. Right? I uh, <laughs> and at that point, I was finally in the same country as him because we had long distance, and I couldn't reach out to him, and I I just felt so. Um, lonely every time I was just trying to drink or have fun because as soon as I would, you know, be by myself in like the cab, as I've said in the song, it would just like all creep up on me and I'd really start to feel these emotions. And I know I'm talking about it now, like I'm I'm luckily getting over the whole situation now, but it's been like a seven year thing. So at that point I was like in the midst of it. And so I went into this session and I I started just writing this song that kind of turned into like a diary entry yeah. with Jim. And um, yeah, then three years later, they we pitched it for Eurovision and now we just released it. And I, I don't know, it just feels like a breath of fresh air now because at that point I was so determined on not moving on from this one person, like that nothing could like help me move on. And um, now, yeah, I feel like I'm doing it. <laughs> You're okay? Cause I feel like I feel like this song it means a lot to you because I feel like it would oh. it's, it's a song that would make that would would have no doubt helped you uh, grow as a person. Um, but how are you doing now? Are you doing okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like ah. no, I'm doing a lot better now. Honestly, like it was it became like the song became relevant again in. Um, January yeah so everything was so fresh when I was singing it on Eurovision and when I was releasing it so I mean it helped with the content but like (laughs) you know breakups are literally like when you're in love and you can't fall out of love with the person like it's just like oh it's a rough go the the bane of your existence yeah it's a rough go I mean did this song did this song end up bringing you closure at the end of it? Because you can, there's a yes. sense, there is a oh. sense, there's a sense of like coming full circle. Okay, there's 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 closure there. Yeah, depends how you look at it. Because a lot of the times when I sung it, all I thought was like, I'm lonely. Like I suck. I do suck at being lonely. But after I finished singing it at Eurovision, oh my god, like I just want to cry because it was so nice. Like <laughs> having that, having that closure finishing it on stage like that couldn't have been a better way to just be like you're done yeah <laughs> you're done <laughs> you're done bye felicia um no it's it is like it is a song where 
yeah, it, do, it really hits you in the feels. And I know like everyone has been in a position, the one, like, and obviously, obviously, maybe different circumstances, of course, but like ever the the bottom line, the narrative, um, <laughs> we've all been that, in that same position um, with someone. Um, and yeah, yeah it just it really, it's a song that really hits you in the feels. And I feel like you've you you've given the song so much so much justice the justice it deserves because it just it is wow it is it's it's breathtaking charlie really is oh thank you no thank you so much um but yeah it's just it's nice to see so much hard work because you can tell there's a lot of there was a lot of hard work there's so much emotion that's been poured into the track and so um for you to yeah, uh, you know, wanting to share that with everyone, especially the world, clearly, because you use that as your song for Eurovision. You've shared that with the world. Um, yeah, it's it, it's a real treat, and I probably speak on behalf of the seven billion people in this <laughs> world that can can or can't talk. Oh, thank you. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's been really nice to get that song out there. I feel like every song that I release, it's like <clears throat> it's like ticking off that time in mm. my like. It's, time in my book because obviously this is from like three years ago I've just got yeah. so many songs that feel like moments in time that I can't release yet yeah like that I can't let go of yep so every time I release a song I'm just like oh I can get over that chapter now like it just yep. feels like it's closed mm-hmm. so I'm so grateful for this one <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> honestly no you've done a really you've done a really brilliant job with this um talk to me what's what's the plan for you now like this the Eurovision things you know it's all done and dusted unfortunately because you didn't win and I'm still uh, <laughs> moody about that um <laughs> but <Thanks>. what's uh <laughs> what's the uh what's the plan for you now have you got more music in the works because as I said at the top of the interview it's been a couple of months like, it's been nearly a year since your last track uh, I think it's probably been nearly a year to the day almost isn't it that was for my first one and i released arizona like three months ago i think oh that's right you had another one i've tried to forgot about arizona that's right i, remember you I mean you did track. you did say that i have yeah yeah so oh, i thought about that it's kind of like been three or four months at a time yeah but the in between in between hard for me and arizona that was like a good break just because of covid yeah but now we are on to the next one um, Brilliant. We've, I think, I think we've just changed our mind on what it's going to be again. Yeah. <laughs> it's always, it's a constant change. Like we're just trying to, just kind of the whole get flow. You got you you to get, get that flow working, you know. Yeah, it's hard, but um, you know, there's going to be like there's an EP in the works. So Brilliant. I'm mainly just pushing down more into the writing zone now and I'm, I'm going to be going overseas but I'm hoping to do an Australia tour as well so oh, please do. <laughs> we're just trying to recollect everything and just and then go lock it in you know? lock it in Eddie I love it it's you know you have done Australia proud the last the last little while I know we, everyone got behind you um, for Eurovision you look stunning <laughs> um, there's always next year and the year after and the year after that and the year after that but hopefully next year hopefully <laughs> every next year, year. Yeah, every year every you'll do it every year until you get picked um, until the rest of my life yes <laughs> <laughs> no oh my god no, imagine look. if I did that oh I would die I think it's like that is like literally dangling oh. a carrot in front of a donkey like yeah here yeah, here you're good really yeah. no no you're not good not good enough it's like no screw you I like, just, oh. you probably end up <laughs> you'll probably end up performing at like the MTV VMAs or something before you get to Eurovision you, you, you know what I mean like you, that's, I that's, hope so 
I hope so too. You're destined for world domination. I know like last year was a big year for you. This year is going to be another absolute big year um, for you, Charlie. Your new track, uh, I Suck at Being Lonely, which we all do. I am in that boat too. I am a very social butterfly like yourself. So um, I know what it's like to suck at being lonely. Um, it is such a soulful ballad. Get your ears around it. We're playing it here on the show. Uh, get it Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your tunes. Uh, Charlie, always great to catch up with you. Hopefully we don't have to wait another year for our next catch up. <laughs> Thank you, you too. Thanks for having me. The best in pop, dance and R&B is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Doing it for a Sunday night. Loud luxury and Brando with bodies. Ladies and gentlemen. This is Rihanna. This is Calvin Harris. Kim Kardashian West. Get all the top trending celeb guys. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. The E3. All right, there's nothing funny about the story behind Charlie Puth's new song. So in an Instagram video this week, the We Don't Talk Anymore singer, who's 30, by the way, I mean... He looks like he's 15, but anyway, so he's 30. He quickly became emotional while announcing his upcoming single titled That's Hilarious. As for the reason behind his tearful video, Charlie explained that the song's subject matter draws from a challenging and painful breakup, saying it just rears its ugly head every time, every time I hear it. I'm just really excited for you to hear it um, because I just heard the master and it brought it brought everything back to me, and which was the worst effing year of my life. And... You know, he appears to get very flustered in this video. Go check it out on his Instagram feed because you kind of you kind of feel sorry for him, but I'm not going to lie. I kind of shed a tear watching it back too. It's, wow, okay. Um, I'm trying not to cry now because, you know, seeing like one of my favourite artists cry makes me upset. Um, the number two story trending now, Harry Styles has announced his third solo album, Harry's House. Uh, it's dropping Mar- May 20th. Sorry, not March. It's already been May 20th. I cannot wait. Um, it's following off Free's 2017 self-titled debut album and 2019's Fine Line. He, he dropped a, f- a series of cryptic clues and conundrums on social media. Um... You know, even like creating new accounts, like on Instagram, he's got an account called You Are Home and it's showcasing teasers about the album. So, um, yeah, strap yourself in. New Harry Styles music coming to you very soon. And the number one story trending now, uh, a little over a year since his death at the sudden age of 68, Australian music mogul and Mushroom Group founder Michael Gadinsky has been honoured with a statue of his likeness outside Melbourne's Rod Laver Arena. The full-size statue was unveiled uh, March 24 by Gadinsky's family and Mushroom Group. Among those in attendance was Jimmy Barnes, long-time friend and Victorian Premier Dan Andrews, who said the tribute would remind all Victorians of Gandinsky's lifelong passion and honour, his significant contribution to the Australian music and entertainment industries, which is absolutely beautiful. I'm looking at the photo here at Mushroom Group on Insta, and yeah, absolutely beautiful. Love it. Stick around. Plenty more of the On Air with Brandon Atkins show coming your way this Sunday. Wait there. Live across New Eve this Sunday night. This is 105.3 New FM. Tate McRae. You're on air with Brandon Atkins. Hey, thanks for plugging in. Um, Another show. Done and dusted. We've made it to the end. It's like we've done a, like, a big gym workout sesh and we're just quenching our thirst and ready to relax now. I feel like we've covered off a lot tonight. Um, big thanks to Lauren Spencer-Smith for zooming in and for Charlie as well. Um, yeah, such great chats. Um, get around to their music. Um, everything they do is absolutely immaculate. Um, 
Plenty more happening on the On Air with Brandon Atkins show next week. You're home for the world's biggest stars and the best in pop, dance and R&B. But if you've missed any of the tonight's show, feel free to podcast us at On Air with Brandon Atkins on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google, I don't know, Amazon, if they've got a podcast, you know, I don't know, Tinder, if they've got a podcast, I'm sure we're there somewhere. Um, Get around us. But in the meantime, have yourself a great weekend, what's left of it anyways, and I'll chat to you next week. Good night. On air. Ah. With Brandon Atkins.